What is up, everybody? Good to have you back on the Bearded Beast podcast. And today, I'm going to tell you a little bit about uh, the float trip I went on this weekend. Got a little story with that. Tell you all about it. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. All right, guys. So, I went on a float trip this past weekend, and uh, uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about that. So, anyway, we had this plan for I don't know. I guess about probably the last year, close to a year, and uh, we go down to uh, Rivers Edge Campground with my father-in-law. And my sister-in-law and brother-in-law and their kids. And we always take our kids along. And we do it every year towards the end of July. And uh, I like to call it our annual drag trip. And I'll tell you why here in a minute. But um, anyway, we uh, we took off. I took off all day Friday from work. And um, we... Left out about, I don't know, it was about quarter to two. I like to get down there earlier before we always left after work. And it just seems like by the time we get down there, it's getting close to dark. And we're setting everything up late. And it's just a big old mess. So we got everything ready. And I took the day off. And my oldest daughter and my wife both left work at noon. So we, we took off and... Uh, started to head down there got down there it was pretty uneventful got down there got checked in found our spot and uh we went to back our pop-up camper in there and i got a bottle jack that i used to set it up with and just right off the get-go it was just pow and i took an oil bath just first thing we i we hadn't even been there 15 minutes, and I was covered in oil. And uh, I don't know, a seal, seal or something blew out of it, and it it just it just sprayed oil all over me. So there I was. It was hot. It was like 95 degrees. It had just rained down there before we got down there, so it's humid as all hell. It was just hot and miserable. I got sweat running down into my eyes. Can't see because my glasses were covered in oil. I took them off. No place to wash up. I mean, get it off of me. So there I was. I was just, I thought, we'll just get this thing set up and uh, we'll go jump in a, we'll go jump in a river. So anyway, luckily we were, I just put a new uh, jack on the front of it. And so anyway, we were able to lower the back all the way to the ground and set up the stabilizers in the back and then was able to jack it up with the jack on the tongue and get it up where we needed it and uh, then put the other jack stands down to make it level all the way across luckily it worked out for us so and by the time we're getting that done we're getting it all popped up and set up and here come my father-in-law and we're talking and got everything set up and we all went down to the river and jumped in the river cooled off took the took our little dog down there with us 
And anyway, we get back that afternoon, and my brother and sister-in-law are there. And uh, anyway, we're uh, we're all standing around talking, and started to started to get dark. So I threw some uh, kebabs on the old blackstone, and uh, we were eating. And I was talking to my father-in-law, and I asked him, I said, "Why is your brake light on on your camper?" And he told me they just put a new inverter in it and uh, said that uh, they put a new inverter in it and something got a wire crossed up or something. So now that he had it unhooked from his truck and it was plugged in, his horse trailer camper was plugged in that it was back feeding um, into that one rear brake light. So I was teasing him and I was like, yeah, yeah, we'll have to keep the girls away. Uh, have to beat them off with a stick it's like the red light district around here then we kind of chuckled you know and anyway the rest of the afternoon was pretty uneventful we uh went down finally got a shower and washed up and we laid down in the camper and we're like real close to the i don't know what you want to call it if it's a gazebo or a put let's call it a pavilion and they were having a cornhole tournament. People were being loud and screaming, hollering, yelling, you know. And it's, I don't know, probably about 11, 11.30, something like that. And finally was able to drift off to sleep and got up the next morning, made breakfast. And uh, we got on the bus and, and uh, the bus hauled us up to our uh, where we were going to put in at. And I was just really dreading it because it's, it's not the greatest river to float. Um, I would say probably 75% of it, um, you're doing more dragging your raft or your canoe or whatever you got, you're dragging it more than what you're actually floating. It's got a lot of shallow spots and that's, I was hoping this time we got down here cause we'd got a lot of rain, uh, the week prior to that. So I was hoping maybe the river was up, but it wasn't. And, um. So, anyway, we got there and got our coolers and everything in the raft, and we took off. And uh, I don't know, we made we we got several different spots that we always stop in, and the first spot's on a pretty good little sharp turn, and the river kind of curves around there and goes back up into a little still body of water, and it's real good and deep there. So it's a, it's a good spot to stop we always like to stop there and let the first group go by so there's you know we're not real bunched up in that river while we're floating and uh so we was all just kind of messing around there and my little nephew he was jumping off the log into the water and we was all splashing each other and everything and we took off down the river again and we got down there and first spot started dragging so we had to get out, drag the drag the damn raft down the down the creek a little ways, and get back in when we start floating. It, it's just it's just absolutely horrible. I like to instead of a float trip, I call it our drag trip. It's our annual drag trip. Um, it I mean it's nice and laid back, but it it's just it's just such a pain in the ass just to constantly have to get out and and drag the raft. And it's not 
not just shallow spots either. There's so many snags and logs and dead heads and stuff in, in there. It's just, it's, it sucks. So, but anyway, we, uh, you know, we took our time and we stopped one or two more times and we had lunch and went on down a little bit more and we got on down to what I call party corner. Um, and, uh, it's right there underneath the, right there you go underneath the bridge and then it's the next turn there in Lesterville. And, uh, there's always people down there on both sides of the river throwing football back and forth across and this and that and got down there everybody's got tents and stuff set up and they're everybody's partying having a good time and loud music playing and there's dogs running around and so that's always our last stop because that once you get around that corner that's a straight stretch and uh on down probably about a i don't know half three quarters of a mile that's where our campground is that's where we got to get out so we probably stopped there the longest and uh you know we talked to people there's a lot of a lot of people from around our area like to go to that place, so we're always meeting new people that are, you know, live pretty close to us and whatnot. And, and uh, you know, everybody's feeling pretty good. You know, the people that are drinking, they're feeling pretty good about this point, so. But, um, anyway, we, uh, I don't know, I guess it was about, a, about 5 o'clock, and we decided we was kind of starting to get hungry, so we're like, well, we'll, uh. Let's head on back to the campground, you know, and and uh, we'll uh, we'll start making supper. And we agreed that you know every we were we were all going to have tacos, all of us. So me and my wife had brought shells and uh, taco sauce and sour cream, and you know we brought, we brought all the sides. And then uh, my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law, they were they had brought I don't know several pounds of hamburger, and they were. They were going to make the hamburger meat, and uh, my oldest niece, Brooke, she had made chicken. And uh, so it was just a team effort. And um, we got back to the campground. My oldest daughter, um, she got uh, she got a lot of sun, and uh, she got a headache while we were out. Uh, right before we got to Party Corner, uh, we agreed to have a little raft race between uh, between the two rafts it was uh me and my kids and my wife on one raft and then um my niece her friend my sister-in-law my brother-in-law my father-in-law and then their son uh, my little nephew they were all in the other raft and uh we were we were just kind of rat racing down the river having a good time and pulling on each other's boats and just messing around and um brooke my niece had pushed off the side of our raft with their paddle and uh, my son reached out and grabbed hold of the paddle and he was trying to take it away from her and uh, it slipped and <laughs> it hit my oldest jordan got her right in the eye so she's got a she's got a black eye right now and uh so that didn't help anything because she'd already kind of had a little bit of a headache but uh when she got back to the campground she she got a little bit too much sun she got sick and threw up she wound up going down and getting a shower and laying down, taking a little nap for a little while, and she felt a lot better. So, but uh, so anyway, we were uh, we we're all sitting around and we got all the food done, and my brother-in-law Matt comes out and 
I don't he brought some kind of taco sauce. He's like, here, this is the greatest taco sauce in the world. Try it. You're going to love it. It's not hot. It's just, it's got really good flavor. And I don't remember what it was called. Juan's or Julio's or Pedro's or something. Mateo. I think it was Mateo. Mateo's sauce or something. So I tried it and put it on my tacos, you know, and I said, man, that's, that's pretty good. And, uh, ate a couple more and I kept putting it on there and it was, it was, uh, it was some really good stuff. So, uh, anyway, uh, I guess it got pretty close to about nine and, uh, nine o'clock and, uh, the band was set up, the band was playing over under the pavilion and, um, I thought, well, I'm gonna, I needed some more ice for our cooler to, to get us by cause you know, it was, it was, it was freaking hot. And, uh, so, I thought, well, I'll walk down to the uh, shower house. I'll get a shower, and then I'll walk to the uh, to the office there. And they got a little store inside there. I thought, well, I'll pick up another bag of ice. So, um, anyways, I took off down towards the shower house and got a shower. And of course, it wasn't packed. It was everybody was up at the pavilion? But uh, got me a shower and got all washed up and went down there and. I got, uh, I don't remember, got a couple of bottles of soda and some snacks and some ice and all this stuff. My oldest daughter, Jordan, she went with me. And uh, then we walked back up. We walked by the pavilion, watched the band for a few minutes, and then went up. And, and I, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I put, uh, put the ice in the cooler. And my wife and uh, youngest daughter were both back at the camper, and they had gotten some sun and uh my uh, youngest daughter she is like she's white like she's white white she's pasty white she's whiter than sour cream white and uh she normally wears a rash guard I, I i got this rash guard a year ago when we were in florida we went to the beach and uh we had the first day we were down there we were at the beach for a grand total of four hours i applied sunscreen before we left and then i applied it four more times on the beach so you know i thought i was good well whenever i got back that night turns out that i was not good and you know for those of you going oh he didn't wait before he jumped in the water oh no i waited i waited the recommended time that was on the tube of sunscreen and i still got burnt i got burnt horribly bad and uh I I don't know. I was doing some reading or something. While I was laying in there on the bed. And my wife was putting the after sun lotion on me and was reading about these rash guards. And I'm like, you know what? We're gonna go hit up surf shop. Like, we're gonna go hit one up. I'm gonna find a rash guard, and uh, I'm that's what I'm gonna start wearing. And uh, so we go to this first little surf shop, and it's a little bitty surf shop. The the guy who owns it actually runs it, and uh, I went in there and told him what i was looking for and i said you know i was going to be a, have a hard time tr probably trying to find one in my size because i'm a bigger guy and he goes oh i got one in your size so he went and showed it to me and i got it and tried it on and it fit and when i'd come out he asked he said so how bad you get burnt and i pulled up my shirt and i showed him and i this ain't no joke guys i was so burnt and so red this man felt so sorry for me. He refused 
to let me pay for this rash guard. <laughs> he he actually gave it to me and refused to let me pay for it. And uh, he told me whenever we were leaving, he said, you go outside there. He said, and uh, he said, you'll see these weird plants on the ground. And I guess he, he probably didn't. He knew, we, you know, we wasn't from down there. But I guess he didn't think that, that I knew what they were. But they were these big aloe vera plants. And uh, growing up as a kid, my mom had always had a aloe vera plant in the in the window above the kitchen sink for burns and whatnot. So, and this, you know, hers were always small. These things were huge. He told me he's like, go out there and break you a couple pieces off and take it with you. So, I did. And uh, now I don't I don't go out on the water without that rash guard. And uh, wound up getting the whole family rash guards. So getting back to my story. Um my youngest daughter she's very very white and uh she didn't want no sunscreen on that morning she's like oh, i'll just wear my rash guard i won't take it off blah 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 so and you know as you could figure we probably wasn't on the river 15 minutes and she had already had it off so she got burnt pretty bad and then uh, my wife she'd put sunscreen on but she didn't really think to put any on the back of her legs and she had floated in a tube probably 75-80% of, uh, of the float. And she was laying on her stomach and had our little dog on her back. And he was like, just had his head propped up on her butt or whatnot, you know. And she had, she had her rash guard on and her swimsuit on underneath that. But, you know, her, the back of her legs and her butt and stuff like that, you know, what, what isn't covered by a swimsuit was all exposed and she didn't even think about it and she's she's burnt horribly horribly bad so anyway they were both back at the camper whenever i got back there and uh we were putting after sun lotion on them and everything and we all just you know one by one you know my wife drifted off to sleep and the kids you know and the band was playing you know outside probably i don't know 40 yards off in a distance so everybody just kind of fell asleep and i wound up being the last one so i closed everything up and turned all the lights off turned the lights off in our canopy and everything and went to bed well about two o'clock in the morning wands or julio's or pedro's or Whatever the hell the name of that sauce was, it decided it wasn't going to agree with me. And I woke up and uh, I trusted a fart. And uh, I was safe, but uh, it was coming. So uh, I grabbed the toilet paper and the baby wipes and I, boy, I jumped out of that camper. Had a little flashlight with me and... Uh, I made tracks towards the old shit house, and uh, I noticed whenever I'd come out of the camper, it was it was it was foggy, like it was really foggy. But I could I could see I could see all the way to the see all the way over to the shit house. So I get up to the shit house, and there's only three stalls in that one, and then there's three stalls in the other one on the other side of the campground. And I was like, I walked in. And all three stalls were full. And I was like, oh, this ain't good. This is not good. And uh, I was like, well, I'm going to have to wait 
or <laughs> go out back and squat because uh, I'm not making it to that other one. And uh, the very first stall when you walk in, there was a guy up there. He was barefoot or ninety kidding you. His toenails were probably two and a half, three inches long. Like they, like this dude was like digging for digging taters or something with his toes because man, good lord. Well, he got uh, he got done and uh, flushed the toilet and come right out of there. And I was like, oh, oh, oh thank God, sweet baby Jesus. And um, so anyway, I got in there and. I did my business or whatever. I was in there for a few minutes. I got out, washed my hands and everything, and went to went to walk out the uh, the the bathroom there. And uh, as soon as I stepped out, like it was just it was foggy, like you couldn't see your hand in front of your face. Like I'd probably walk 15 foot away from the shit house, and I couldn't see the lights on it no more. So I'm like, ooh. ooh. So, you know, the general direction is the side of the shit house that kind of faces the campground. The one corner kind of points directly at the camp. Now, I don't know how this happened, but I got disoriented and I was walking up and down one of the one of the little lanes of the roads. I, they all got names. I it's like Bob's Road or some shit. And we were walking, well, I was walking up and down this road trying to find my camper. And uh, I'm like, man, I just can't find it. So I started, like, cutting through campsites and stuff. And, and wound, I wound up at the other end of the campground. And, uh, I, and I've been down here, you know, every year for... <sighs> This is probably like my fifth or sixth year being down there. And uh, I've been down there several times. And um, I kind of know the general layout. But uh, I only, you know, I only go there once a year. So I kind of know the general layout. But if you take me to a part of that campground I've never been before, I, if it's dark or something, I'm, I might be a, little, uh, be a little lost in finding my way back. So anyway... Uh, stumbled through uh stumbled through his campground his dog started barking and, and just scared the hell out of me and i'm like oh shit these people are gonna wake up not you know come out here and i'm walking right by a camper wondering what the hell's going on they don't know me you know and just walking through their campground i was like oh man so anyway i stumbled around for a few more minutes walked past a couple tents and i heard people in there giggling and probably getting it on whatever who cares i don't care and then all of a sudden this light bulb just turned on in my head Pating. and i was like speaking of fornication or thinking of fornication i, I really wasn't talking to anybody it was like you know these people are probably in there getting it on it's like the red light district so I knew what side of the campground I was on, and uh, I was like, that red light, them LED red lights on the back of my father-in-law's camper, like, they're bright as hell. So I'm like, I'm going to walk through a couple more of these campsites and get to the to the back of the campground, because we're on the the back side, and it's just, it's just grass, like there's nothing in behind us, and there's just kind of like a field, and then there's like trees. 
So I'm like, if I can get to that field, I can walk all the way to the end of that field, and one of two things is going to happen. I'm either going to see that red light, or I'm going to find myself all the way to the entrance gate. And, uh, you know, I, I knew once I found that, because the other side of the campground is the river, and I knew I wasn't close to the river. So I kept going in that direction, and lo and behold, I... I I finally found this big uh, shiny red glow and just started walking closer and closer towards it and found my way back, you know, thank God for the red light district. But uh, I got back and got back in the camper and I don't know, I had laid down, uh, <laughs> woke my wife up whenever I come in she's like, what are you doing? I was like, I had to shit, like, what? what do you what do you think i'm doing at quarter to three in the morning like i'm not just stumbling around here for my health so i laid back down probably wasn't down for an hour and a half puppy starts whining it's, it's sleeping on the on the uh slide out with my wife and uh she wake what she do she wakes me up she's like here take dog out so I'm like, great. So I'm, I'm up I'm in my damn underwear. And uh, I don't know. It's just starting to just starting to crack daylight. And I didn't even look outside. But I was like, man. I just slide my shoes on. I didn't realize it was cracking daylight. I'm like, man, I slide my shoes on. I have to put the little dog on a leash. Like, he does pretty good. If there's nobody else around, he'll listen to me. But... I wasn't going to go through the campground hooping and hollering and yelling at the damn dog. So I got his little leash and, you know, plus it was foggy. I was like, well, he ran off in this fog. I don't, I won't ever find him. So I got his leash and slid my Crocs on and out the door I went in my damn drawers. And uh, I walked back to the back by my father-in-law's camper. Now keep in mind, 15 foot on the other side, there's these people there that were, uh, they were camping in uh they were camping in tents the whole time and uh i i didn't realize but i walked down the pasture side of my father-in-law's truck and i put the dog down there in the grass and i was like well it was just cracking daylight and the fog had you know kind of lifted i was able to see pretty good i was like i'll just unhook him so i unhooked him and he was running around out there about 10 foot in front of me and i was like man i, I really gotta piss and I was like, this early in the morning, I looked around, there wasn't nobody up. I was standing between two vehicles. I was like, man, I'm just going to, I was going to, just going to go right here. I'm just going to take a leak. And <laughs> no sooner than I whipped it out, I've seen movement out of the left side of my eye. I didn't realize, but there, the door on this little car was cracked probably about, I don't know, four or five inches. And there was a chick sleeping inside there. And she looked up, boy, and she like, she, I don't know, she might have been thought she was dreaming or something because she looked up and kind of looked at me funny and then just closed her eyes and went back to sleep. <laughs> so I've I've flipped and zipped and walked around the in between my truck and my father-in-law's truck and, and went on about my business. And uh, the dog got done and back to sleep I went. Well, went back in and went back to sleep. And, uh, God, it wasn't... God, it, it it took me a little bit to fall back asleep because of dew. My feet were wet, and it was cold in the camper. And, 
you know, it took me a little bit to doze back off. And then it was like, boom, my wife's waking me up. Hey, it's almost eight o'clock. We need to get up and tear everything down. And it's like, fuck. So I'd slept a little bit, then had to get up then slept a little bit, then had to get up then slept a little bit and I had to get up. And I was just dog, dog ass tired. Like I was just so worn out. So we started loading everything up and then old Juan's or Mateo's, Mateo's. Boy, it decided it was going to hit me again. So I had to make another run for the, for the shit house and went up there and got done and, and, uh, got back and, uh, I had a phone call from my dad asking me if I was on my way back. That there was a boat in trouble and he needed me to come in and run our boat so we could run some parts up to the the other boat. So I had to hurry up and load everything up and race back home and unload everything and change clothes and get my shit and come down to work. And God, it's just been, it was a nightmare. Got down here, had to wait a couple hours for the guys to even show up. They run it up there. Got done, got back to the house about 10 o'clock in the morning, or 10 o'clock at night, and uh, it was just, I was so tired, I couldn't hardly keep my eyes open on the, on the way home, I was just, I was whooped. Come home, got a shower, and just boom, I just crashed, I crashed hard. Woke up the next morning, tired, felt like I'd only slept for a half hour, just, just so tired. Went to leave. Then got a text from my son that his uh, all of his football camp stuff that was starting, um, he needed a paper signed and needed some money for that. So I had to go come back to the house and fill all that out and had to ask my wife if she could run by the ATM and get some money for him for his football camp, which she agreed. So got all that done and back out the door I went and made it all the way got on the interstate got a couple miles down the interstate and right as I got to the off ramp for this one exit alarms started going off in my car dinging and shut my air conditioner off said the car was overheating and turned my air conditioner off to prevent engine damage or some shit I don't know so I limped her on down and got off at the rest area and parked it. And lo and behold, the damn uh, water pump went out of it. And uh, called my dad and told him, I said, hey, I'm going to be late for work. Well, even later than what I told you I was going to be because I had to go back to the house and sign sign all my son's forms and stuff. So I was already going to be about a half hour late. And I told him, I was like, <laughs> And he told me, he's like, well, that company needs us to run back up here again and then pick up some parts and get the mechanics that we set off yesterday. And I just, I said, unless you're going to come get me, it ain't going to be me that runs a boat. And I said, because my car is out of commission. So he, uh, <clears throat> he drove all the way back and picked me up and got to work and we did our thing and was here all day and went home last night and took several gallons of water and dumped all the water into a into the radiator into the reservoir and I fired her up and <laughs> drove through the median and whipped around there and got off that next exit and took the highway all the way back to the house and 
made it in one run and the car never did get hot but uh definitely a water pump we started it up the belt was slipping and i could hear it could hear it making squeaking squealing noises while it was slipping while i was driving it so definitely the water pumps out of her um but uh that'll be this weekend's project i guess so uh week hasn't really started off too great for me if uh if you get what i'm saying so um yeah i'm kind of just been in a in a head in a head <coughs> damn been in a head fog kind of a haze so um really had a lot really to think about and didn't have a whole lot for this week so i just thought i'd tell you about my weekend and tell you tell you a little story about how about you know everything that had happened and went on so but uh you guys don't forget to uh look me up on facebook at bearded beast podcast uh find my page give me a like on there give me some feedback some comments message me uh Hit me up if you want me to talk about something or if you've heard enough about something and want me to shut the hell up, let me know about that too. Um, you guys can also find me on Instagram. Um, it's just Dustin Oaks, D-U-S-T-I-N, last name Oaks, O-C-H-S. You can find me on there. Um, I think I got a link in the in my bio, um, you know, saying that, saying that it's me, that it's, uh, you know, Bearded Beast Podcast, so... Uh, if you guys would uh, look me up on there, uh, give me a follow, and uh, yeah, with that, I'll catch you guys later. I'll see you on the next one.